Well, I woke up this morning, and you won't believe what I did see. Three whales outside my window, swimming in the River Lee. Orca, orca. They were killer whales. Welcome to I Don't Get It, everybody, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. This show features the open-minded musings of two mid-40s, late-40s curmudgeons, excuse me, staring at the prospect of entertainment irrelevance. I'm your co-host, Bill Scurry, of an entity called American Caesar Enterprises, which is a massive AI syndicate which is busying itself with translating words out of English for use in Spanish. Most recently last week, our 40,000 large machine learning enterprise successfully transmogrified the word cotton into algodón. All right, there's a lot to unpack there. First of yeah. all, were you doing like a parody of like NPR voice? It could have been Why unconscious. Yeah, I don't want people to go, oh, these guys are boring and, and turn it off immediately. I want them they, to know we're wacky, we're they, fun. They already know, believe me, one way or the other. They already know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then AI, what you said 40,000 machines to translate one word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a lot yeah, of machine learning, yeah. Good job, good job. Thank that was never done before. Uh, forgive the poor recording quality. I am away. I'm in Massachusetts. We're closer to each other now. Bill's in Amsterdam and I'm in Massachusetts. And my name is Noah Tarno. I'm the founder and the senior quiz master of the big quiz thing. The trivia game show spectacular. Yes, I'm normally in San Francisco, but today, this week, I am in Orleans, Massachusetts. You're still the one. Still the one, Bill. Still the one. (laughs) Still having fun. Uh, And on this show, we talk about something that's happening hot, new, usually in pop culture, this is one of these topics that kind of straddles the line, right? It's a news event, but it's also inspiring memes and whatnot. Well, it was neck and neck this week. You know, anyone who's anybody, yeah. Noah, anyone who's anybody. Neck and bulging eyes and oh, suffocation. Oh, yeah, neck and implosion. No, because everybody implosion. who, you know, they had, I got a lot of un, un uh, what is it, un, unasked for submissions, unsolicited advice about we should do the submarine thing this week. And I thought, yeah, oh, it's I, just... It's, it yeah. end well. Didn't well, end well, it's going to be cold a cold cup of coffee when the show drops on the Monday morning because the, I think we, you know the hard evidence was actually it was Friday and or Thursday was the real confirmation. So and also well, we were, really- we were talking about it and Bill you said odds are by the time we record it will be a grim ending and Yeah. Yeah. Look, you I mean, were right and, and look there's a lot to talk about there. We don't want to be among the nattering classes online who are taking delight in this it's however it, it look, is not a good ending i don't care I, you what know you, what there is a thing who, about small it is whatever it's not a good ending in our estimation everything about it though is exactly i mean the thing is with the exception of the the morbidity of the situation it is right in our wheelhouse but i thought we steered out of that let's like let's talk about something that is a lot more casual is a and lot let's stay in the water let's stay in and the water. right salt water is very important for this yeah. so we are discussing we are discussing this week orcas, my friends. Orcas. Orcas. The attack of the orcas. Yes, orca dick, uh, written by Horm- Herman Melville. So uh, orcas. Oh, okay. uh, now I, will, I get it. Okay. Yes, thank you. Uh, so uh, uh, the genus or the the, the species name is uh, Orcanus orca, uh, also called yeah, a killer killer great. yeah killer whale, which is becoming outmoded. They've really. Um, the idea we're, we're an offensive term. Yeah, this is like I mean, I remember when I was in the young, orca community in yeah. college. Yeah, among the orca, orca Americans, do not they happy orca Pride Month? By the way, this is this is orca, 
Orca Awareness Month. I remember my first girlfriend would get upset when I'd call uh, starfish starfish instead of sea stars, which is the proper terminology. So are you serious? You yeah, would? yeah, yeah, yeah. She she she's like you know, it's like don't they're not fish, and she really took that personally back in the early nineties. Yeah. So is she upset when you call them koala bears? They're not bears for fuck's sake. Yeah, they're not yeah. bears. God damn it. Uh, it's a lot of animals like that. Hey, alligator means the lizard in Spanish, and they're not lizards. Dinosaur means thunder lizard. They're not lizards. How did lizards horn in on so many animal names? Did you know that Stunod Nicknud is Dunkin' Donuts backwards? I don't know. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> you know, so I'm here in Massachusetts, and I flew out here with my niece. It was just me and her. We had a really good time flying together. And, you know, she's grown up in, and I mean, she spent summers here in Massachusetts because actually all four of her grandparents are here. But she's grown up in California where she's rarely seen a Dunkin' Donuts. So we land, we're at Logan Airport, and there you go, Dunkin' Donuts. And of course, I have to say to this 10-year-old kid, hey, you know, Dunkin' Donuts backwards is Stu Nod Nicknut. And she likes my sense of humor generally, but like a good third of my jokes, she just looks at me like, what the hell's wrong? With it flew right by her. Yeah, I get that. It's oh, that. no, she got it. She just realized it was the dumbest joke in the world. Oh, yeah, that, that works too, yeah. <laughs> Uh, where was I? Uh, let's see. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're not going to call them the killer whale. We're going to call them the orca. Uh, they are tooth orca. toothed whales belonging to the oceanic dolphin family, uh, of which it is the largest member. Those are the cetaceans, if you're keeping score at home. It is the only extant... So wait a minute. Are they not technically whales? No, no, no. They're more... They're, they're cetaceans. They're dolphins, not... Uh... They're not... I didn't think of that. They are not whales. They're not whales, yeah. That's... So again, why do we keep misnaming these damn animals? Why do we call it China if it's not called China in the Chinese language? Tell me. I don't know any of these things. I'm reaching around in the dark here, my friend. Good question. Yeah, right? What is it? What do they call it in China? Zhongguo. I've heard that before. Yeah. 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 Don't ask me why we, we were doing this. Why don't is it? Why. So why why do the French call Germany Alemania? You know, like what? Good one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. So, do, do you tell what me do they things? call? What do they call the Netherlands in Dutch? Uh, Nederlanden. All right, close enough, right? Yeah, you know what they call uh, so far up to you know what they call the Netherlands in French in France? What? Le Pays Bas, quite literally. Le Pays Bas, the lowlands, the right? low country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, it you is know what literally they call a quarter pounder of cheese in Paris. That uh, they got, they haven't got the metric system. No, they only have the. Uh, you, you get the point. <laughs> Look at a big brain on Bill. All right, <laughs> that is a tasty bird. That's a tasty whale burger. God, I love that movie. Uh, so anyway, the the, uh, uh, the orca is the only extant species in the genus Orcanus, and uh, it is recognizable by its black and white patterned body. It is a cosmopolitan species, which means it can be found in all the world's oceans in a variety cosmopolitan of... Cosmopolitan species. Believe it. And in all... Which means it, it drinks alcoholic drink, overpriced drinks from... Uh, HBO from series, things like that, yeah. Uh, anyway, you can find anywhere from Arctic to Antarctic to tropical seas. It's kind of amazing. You know the reason why we're talking about them this week, because they've begun to predate on human beings and seafaring vessels. And so far, thousands think, of humans. I think, I think prey or predate is. In this year alone. Don't make the conclusions, but okay. Thousands of humans have died just in the first six months of this year alone. Not it's true, amazing. It's, not it's amazing. It's sort of true. It feels true. The number one cause of death worldwide right now. <laughs> Is orca it, You know what? A lot of people don't know. We this. must bomb the orcas to save humanity. Uh, orca attacks took over from diabetes in terms of uh, cause of it's death in like, humans this year. That's number of cause of death in Nebraska is currently. It almost happening. sounds uh, almost sounds unreasonable unless you stop to think that it's not true at all. Uh, unless you stop possible. to think we're lying. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you would do that. Uh, <laughs> but look, no one has died this look, year. Look, hey, I got a good excuse why I did it. Personal, Personal game. game. 
No one has died this year, but there has been a reported spate of orca aggression against boats in various oceans around the world, which has inspired many people to claim that there is a killer whale vendetta being visited upon humanity. That's us, by the way. We're humanity. The first incident was reported off of Gibraltar in Spain, whereby a pod of yes, uh, whereby a pod of whales went from gambling to ramming, causing gambling. damage to the rudder. Gambling, yes, gambling. Damn, damn, damn. Yet another pod of orcas sank a uh, yet another sailboat shortly thereafter, which I guess equals in orca terms that's a spree. I don't know if there's a term that they use in the orca language for when you start taking on a, a series of boats at the same time. So based on an article that Noah sent me earlier in the Scientific American, they quoted this biologist named Alfredo Lopez Fernandez, who's a, a whale a killer whale expert, an orca expert. He says in more than 500 interaction events recorded since 2020, there are three sunken ships. We estimate that killer whales only touch one ship out of every 100 that sail through a location and there are no deaths and no injuries correct yeah yeah property three sunken ships a lot of ramming as of yet no no injuries to as as banksy said uh, damage to property is not a crime uh, and they must be taking this to heart uh they must be real especially fam- when the perpetrators are members of the orcas yeah yeah exactly yeah. uh so he speculates that perhaps you know th- this is always the hard part it's like what's going on here seriously we know we're talking about it but you know people are really being fast and loose in terms of you know what they think is going on so some of the extras speculate that perhaps a traumatic event may have triggered a change in the behavior of one orca the rest of the population learns to imitate it because they are a very mimetic species all these whales all these whales and like the beluga can do this the dolphins do this the orca do they this. have culture they have culture yeah yogurt culture uh so look this hits home for me i take this personally because a dutch sailing team called yayo was just assaulted by orcas a few days ago while racing through the strait it was a well-documented encounter from which they emerged from unscathed but it goes to prove noah that if it can happen to holland's finest mariners it can happen to anyone anywhere at any time so so the aphorism goes yes yes exactly so uh, it looks like, you know, I can't see below the camera line, but it looks like you don't have any bites. You have all your limbs. Everything looks okay in your body right now. So I'm assuming yeah. you've, you've lived to tell the tale. Uh, and there have been no reports uh, here in Cape Cod. Look, as usual, you missed a few things. Uh, the most important is uh, this is inspired memes and online chattering. Um, now, mostly these are sailboats, but one incident, uh, three orcas banded to orcas. Three orcas. I did see a typo in one article that referred to them as orcs. Oh. <laughs> Attacked I mean, by orcs. When you say orcas, that sounds like John Kennedy saying orcas. 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 All right. Orcas. Uh, three orcas banded together to sink a Swiss yacht named Champagne. The yacht was named Champagne. Uh, so based on that and based on some other things here, and based on the fact that you know the average Joe is not racing through the Straits of Gibraltar, People have kind of hopped on this as the orcas are banding together to eat the rich, you know, and our current trend of, you know, rich people are destroying everything. At least people saying that in the, in the, um, you know, online and, and, and colloquially, colloquially is not the word I'm looking for. Discourse. Thank you. Discourse, the, yeah. uh, so they're saying, yeah, the orcas unite with the, the orcas and, you know, almost a faux communist thing. Ha ha. Funny, funny. Uh, here's a quote from Jezebel. Nature is speaking out against the 1%. I think we're days away from Bernie Sanders issuing a statement of support. Uh, Next time I find myself at sea, I'm going to toss a laminated copy of the Communist Manifesto into their waters to show that I come in peace. Solidarity, comrade orcas. 
so people are having fun with that and memes and the biggest joke i'm seeing is the orcas are organizing yes uh you repeated that to me yes. i complimented you because i thought you coined it ah uh, i wish you said you didn't and then i saw eight thousand people are using it so there's a lot of memes out there. uh so like often many of our topics this is a topic where it's two things it's the actual thing and it's the discourse generally online surrounding it. Um, also, I want to point out that while it's mainly been centered around the Straits of Gibraltar, the Iberian area, Portugal, Spain, Northern Africa, there was a report last week of um, Scotland, uh, not even Scotland, the, the, the Shetland Islands, which are, I believe, uh, actually closer to Norway. They're above Scotland. And uh, a researcher with the Royal Netherlands Institute, your people again, uh, Netherlands Institute for Sea Research said that uh, had an encounter that was, quote, extra special because it marks the first time an orca has been known to interact with a boat off the coast of Norway. And it was a sailing yacht. So um, there's that. And there's debates. Was it one orca was attacked or hurt and then spread it by a culture? Or they even think it might be what they call a fad. They might be, you know, the young orcas, one hit a boat and they said, hey, let's all hit boats. And literally it translates among the orca community, which is yeah. kind of fast. Yeah. And they do it for no reason other than it's a fad. I, I found a great quote here in the Scientific American article. In 1987, in Washington Puget's, Washington's Puget Sound for the summer and the fall, uh, a bunch of orcas were wearing dead salmon on their heads. There was no apparent reason for salmon hats to come in vogue in orca circles, but the behavior spread and persisted for a few months before disappearing again. We're not going to know what's happening with this population. Next well, minute. it was it was the style at the time. It was the style of the time, along with wearing an onion on your belt. Uh, I am going to put on my conspiracy theorist tinfoil hat briefly here. I do think this is a bit troubling. I think animals attacking people in more than an isolated incident gives me the perhaps existential heebie-jeebies of maybe there's something really wrong. And one angle I don't see brought up in these articles, I mean, it's sometimes in the jokes about fight the power and take down the 1%, is that, you know, we've really done a number on the oceans. And I think these smarter sea creatures have to be feeling something. And... I don't put it from what I know about cetacean intelligence, which is inherently, you know, something to consider. And they're perhaps way smarter than we can even understand. I don't put it past them from my limited knowledge to understand that human beings are the ones responsible for this. So they might literally be pissed at us for ruining their home. I know it sounds a little crazy, but it seems to me something worth discussing. So maybe they're like, fuck these people. They're fucking things up. Let's get them. So that freaks me out more than a little, to be honest. Then you have the discourse around it. I think these memes are really stupid. I found some article like the 50 best memes about the orcas. I did not laugh once. I did not smile once. Everything was a joke about getting organized. That was the only pun I saw. And the first time you read that is the best time. That's the one joke. Yeah, you you're like, oh, that's great. But then you see it 30 times. And no one, I was, I was trying to come, I'm not good with puns. I was trying to come with something like or, orchestra or something like, like they've orchestrated their attack. I mean, there you go. They've orchestrated their attack. No one even did that. I didn't think this thing was funny at all. I thought the whole communist comparison was just silly. Also, like, 
yeah, we hear about the yachts, but aren't they mostly sailboats? And how do we know those people are rich, right? And some of them just might be, you know, run-of-the-mill rich. If you got a I boat, want to see yeah. these if you got a boat, attacking the real rich motherfuckers, you know? So I, I just think the whole joke falls apart, and it's just, it's not funny, and it's not interesting. So we have something that's actually happening that weirds me out, and the discourse around it that I just leaves me flat in terms of entertainment value. So two completely different thumbs down for me, but they're, they're thumbs down for different reasons, meanings, directions, realms of understanding. Yeah. I don't really care about the, the memes because it's whatever. That's every single pedant in the universe is, is throwing his hat in the in the comedy realm. You know, we have TikTok for that. You want a million unfunny jokes about something that's that's fleeting? Honestly, there's a whole app that'll set you up and just wait and it'll change fo it'll change focus, you know, six seconds later. But I mean this is um let's put it this way. Orcas have been on people's minds for a good number of years now. Not only because of Tillicum. Orca's or on my mind was the original state song of Georgia. Yes. And then they're like, you know what? We should have something a little more, you know, a little oh, more relatable. Something that, yeah, something that is actually pertains to Georgia itself rather than, uh, yeah. Exactly. Not a lot of orcas in it. But, uh, you know, like people have been, um, I mean, aside from the monsters who go to SeaWorld and like have paid to watch Shamu flip through hoops or whatever. The monsters. Well, as opposed to the people who was like, you talk about a whole generation of people or at least a few generations of people who looked at it with aghast with horror, thinking that things like zoos and aquaria, aquariums, what would be the plural of that word? Uh, I believe it's aquarioids. Aquarioids, Okay. Uh, aquarium burgers. So they, people are like the, the. We're changing our paradigm. You know, Sea World has been crunched down to next to nothing as a franchise by this. You know, it has mostly turned you've seen into. The, you've seen the documentary Blackfish, right? Actually, I haven't because I. It's it's horrifying. I'm really loath it, to watch it. The, the short story, folks, is there was a Tilikum, I believe, was its name, was a orca that lived in Sea World somewhere for years. And they thought was happy, and the trainers developed a relationship. And then one day, out of the blue, Tilikum goes nuts and murders a trainer that I believe she had worked with for many years. And it was not a pleasant death for that trainer. And then this documentary, Blackfish, talks about it, but also talks about just some of the brutal practices used to catch the orcas, to train the orcas, yeah. and really opens Captivity. your eyes to it's not uh, it's not ethical. So this this has little to do with that. However, it's really hard to uh, separate that from this because you know again, if you have any kind of memory, you realize that what happened over there in in um, let's say that was um, uh, San, San Diego Sea World or I don't know wherever the, the, there's something like four or five Sea Worlds in the United States, one in Texas, two in California, it's one in plural is Sea World Dean. Sea Worlds, Seas World, Sea World Dean, yeah. Sea World Dotes, Sea World Dean. So, I mean, you know, like you said, I think that the kind of like the tipping point, the boiling point of something really bad happening, this gives you a reason to think about it. Even if we're doing a lot of work personifying uh, a creature which kind of defies personification, we can't help but do that, of course, because everyone does that to your dog, to your cat, to a bird, to whatever. You just imagine it has an intelligence or you sort of confer to it some sort of anthropomorphism. We shouldn't. I mean, it doesn't do us any service if we do that to the orca. However, I mean, we're human beings. We do the best we can. And it's like it tells a story. It demands that we tell a story about what is happening with human beings relationship with the orca. You know, it's a big fucking deal. Yes, they're killer whales. And yes, their job is they're the apex predator in the oceans. 
However, there's never been a documented case of an orca attacking and killing a human being. And so that they're attacking boats is very strange. But what's interesting is they don't seem to be after the humans, but there's something about the boats. So why is this getting a story? Why is this catching on? And why are people jumping on the memes? You know, I mean, look, it's easy to, unlike the little Titanic sub thing or whatever, no one's died, no one's gotten hurt. So we can feel okay about making jokes and laughing about it, right? I mean, as soon as a child is drowned, then we're all going to feel like assholes. But for now, we can make jokes about it. So why? Why why this topic and not a thousand other things? Yeah, that's it's what you mentioned about, you know, for instance, no one dying. There's sort of no tragedy, uh, you know, again, comparing this with the submersible tragedy that happened this week, um, you know, where there actually was deaths. You know, this is still just property damage. And that's that's a big deal. You know, if, if there were. I mean, but comparatively, yeah. like it was only a few boats sunk versus all the boats that have been hit. So even even, you know, by percentage wise, there's barely any property. Exactly. Damage. Exactly. Yeah. And again, there's no face to put onto it. There's no small child to say drowned and, you know, sunk somewhere, which makes it easy to have this conversation. Um, look, at this is the stuff of memes for, for sure. You know, and um, I kind of, you know, you. That's what people do with this sort of thing. They, Ted Rawl makes a cartoon out of it, or whomever it was you sent the cartoon to me earlier today. You know, uh, I was, uh, I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. There's, there's some the 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 debate that between memes, between wordplay, between people photoshopping a, a, an orca head onto various well-known memes to sort of co-opt that. You know, again, everybody's making the shit post joke. That's cool. That's fine. I mean, I don't, it doesn't really change anything other than it's just it's the coal that you shove into the shit post engine for a couple of days or a couple of weeks in this case. <laughs> but coal that you shove in the shit post engine. Ref, the colorful back, yeah. metaphors of Bill Scurry, folks. Look back at our shit post episode for more about that. Uh, but you know, let's like I you know I mentioned the the thing. This is a toehold for well-founded environmental angst as well. You know, look this this. One thing, I don't know if this is what you said to me in the first text. We were, someone said Shamu's Revenge. I don't know if that was if you coined that one or somebody else yeah, did. Yeah, I definitely yeah. quoted something about Shamu. Right. It's payback. Shamu not... was a very famous orca that lived in SeaWorld in the 80s or something. I think that was the San Diego flagship. That was like the most famous orca uh, in the uh, world was Shamu. Yeah. Shamu became almost like a pop culture. I believe Shamu was the top left corner in Hollywood squares for a couple of weeks <laughs> exactly. and, and competed in circus of the stars and was a regular on that's incredible. It gave concerts at red rocks with John Tesh. Yeah. It was a, it was a big deal in the nineties. You know, that's what happened. That was the nineties. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about the eighties. Um, uh, so, so, the Muppet show. So think about this. It's payback, not just for the treatment that cetaceans received in captivity, you know, which is only just, you know, only just recently begin to change. You know, SeaWorld's business practices took a, took a real hit post-Tilicum. But it's, you know, this is a gestalt in people's minds, you know, of the ocean's megafauna rising up after decades of pollution, both chemical and noise variety. Let's not forget how badly we've, you know, just completely ground the, 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 the oceans. Creatures that require sound to live in the ocean, we've made it a cacophony, a nightmare cacophony. Yeah, it's, I didn't think of that. No, it's yeah, terrible. It's got to be not fun. It's, it's it, well, it, it you know that's one of the theories about whale strandings and beachings. It's like God knows why these things happen. We still don't know. Uh, boat strikes are real, though. You know the thing is that, again, if that's one of the sort of going theories people are saying is that you know the patient zero among the orcas was a boat strike, and whether it was somebody, maybe it was a an orca was either killed and or you know 
referred to the shape of a, a sailing vessel like a yacht as an enemy shape to be attacked without really engaging with it. You know, it's, it doesn't know if it's an inanimate object. It just knows that it's something that causes real harm. That's what it's, you know, a patterning, everything, everyone's panning up. But it's causing, you know, the, the, whale, the boat strikes have caused real damage to, you know, whales for generations, populations of whales for generations. If this is the cherry on top for what everybody knows, especially where you are right now, Noah, in the Northeast, you've got centuries of industrial whaling. And certainly Massachusetts and Long Island weren't the only people, but that was like the going business for a good century and a half was whaling. It helped to kick, uh, supercharge the economies of people, you know, in the 17 and 1800s, just essentially uh, pulling apart whales for everything you can possibly get between the, uh, the ambergris, the blubber, the bones. Um, that sort of thing, you know, and that was, uh, you know, that depressed a number of species to the brink of extinction or through to extinction entirely. So, I mean, it, this, this, it's like a gigantic, you know, a, a brutal building you're looking at, you know, if this has been, I mean, how could you not think it's, find some aspect of this that interests you? Because it is something that kind of dwarfs the human experience. If you have any feelings at all, it inspires something inside of you. And it's not all good. You know what I'm saying? It's like we can punch into, you know, who's who's getting their boat sunk right now. They're supply siders, most likely. People who can afford a boat, chances are they can afford to sink a boat and, you know, buy another yeah. boat after that. It's, it's, I'm not, you know, maybe that's not the case all the time. But it's I don't probably... know all the boats that have been attacked. Some might be, I mean, I don't know if any of them are like poor people. Plenty of poor people have boats in this world. No, but these are, but, these are sailing yachts. You know, these are even like... plenty of people who are not, not the one percent i mean who are just middle class have pleasure boats right yeah yeah and race them, you know sure. so but you know anyway. uh, first, first i'll just interject a little quick research here it turns out orcas are whales i didn't know this scientifically whale refers to all cetaceans including dolphins 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 and, and porpoises porpoise so, but colloquially, whales are cetaceans minus dolphins and porpoises. So, the orca is scientifically a whale. I did not know that. Okay, so I take back what I said before. Yeah, I mean, why you said there is something to affect the soul and pull the heartstrings or whatever, and you know, concerns and worries we have. Um, you came at it from mostly from the environmental point of view. I came at it from the eat the rich message. The our orca comrades, Bernie Sanders is going to support the whale, you know, all this stuff, right? I think that message is having a lot of, I mean, we talked about this in many topics, the anti-work episode. You know, people are finally becoming fed up with rich people sucking this country dry. And maybe there isn't enough action against that, but there's certainly a lot of shit talking about it. And then, of course, animals. We love animals. Animals make everything cute, make everything sympathetic. Uh, orcas are fascinating animals. I mean, they, they have visual appeal. I think dolphins, porpoises, and whales are just, I mean, they're amazing. The fact that they're mammals and they live in the water, I mean, it's kind of, you know, hard to believe unless it were true, right? It's a singular intelligence, too. You're talking about, I mean, it's, like, it's prim you know, yeah, like primates. It's pretty crazy to think about them. it. The freaking amoebas in the water, and then they turned into a fish that turned into an amphibian and something walked on the land and that turned into a, like a shrew and the shrew grew to bigger mammals after the dinosaurs died. And then some big hair, not big, but like reasonable sized hairy mammal went back into the water and turned into a whale. That's kind of crazy when you think of it. So there's a lot to like about orcas, you know, story-wise. 
So you got that plus the eat the rich message. And yes, the environmental concern. There's a lot of things wrapped up in here that I think, oh boy, am I going to be a cynic here, that I think play to people's concerns, genuine concerns about real problems without asking them to do anything other oh. than write a joke. Totally fair. <laughs> totally fair. Yeah. And to not feel bad about it because as we said, no one's getting hurt. Theoretically, only rich people are even losing crap. So ha ha ha, laugh all you want. Don't laugh about that Titanic thing because a 19-year-old kid died. It's pretty sad. But laugh about, you know, maybe maybe the rich guy who, oh, jump out of the boat. Here comes the killer whale. You know, it's funny to imagine. Orca sightings off of San Diego's coast usually start in June, but we're told they're still pretty far south. But they are making headlines in Europe where they're attacking boats. And some wonder, are they being playful or are they seeking revenge? No, would you have liked uh, orcas, cetaceans, non-cetaceans, false killer whales uh, when you were a kid? Well, would I have liked them like attacking boats? Yes, attacking boats. Uh, you know, I I think it's possible that this were happening when I was young. I find it more entertaining or amusing because it's one thing I've talked about in the show a lot. I It's weird. While I think I, in terms of a lot of aspects of my political viewpoint, I've moved farther left as I get older. I think I was more strident, as many young people are, in my leftiness back then. And I think I would have been more eager and found it more entertaining or felt better about, yeah, fight the power, fight the man, you know, you know, down with the capitalists, all this, which is, you know, I'm a little more reserved in that now because I'm old and tired of all this shit. I'm more of a cynic now. So it's possible I'd be more into this if I were young because I'd wave the lefty flag more. I also think I spend more effort on coming up with my own stupid memes and my own puns on Orca because that crap would have mattered to me more if I were young than the bitter old man who, you know, spent some good amount of time trying to make his business pop on social media, got nowhere and said, fuck this crap. Well, I think I definitely would be more interested in this. The idea of nature's revenge or Shamu's revenge, as we're going to call it, on both humans in general and the wealthy sort uh, to bundle everyone up bundle everybody up into a, a, a category who are most likely uh, able to own the size of watercraft, which are the kinds that are being attacked. The sort of fiber class, hull ships, high-speed yachts that usually it's like corporately owned boats, um, you know, purely recreational pleasure craft by a specific type of mariner. That's generally what I've seen. These aren't I don't think this is like a Portuguese shrimp farmer who goes out there, you know, put everything into this boat and, you know, like is out there at four in the morning. I think that this is a little bit of a different story from what I've seen so far. I, I, so so from your gathering, everyone who's been attacked has been pleasure. You know, yeah, pleasure. Yeah, they, they're called pleasure. yachts. Yeah, no pleasure. subsistence no. shrimp. Farm. Our generation okay. in particular, you know, I, I mentioned something about the starfish at the beginning. Having that sort of realization from a peer in the early 1990s who was a real environmentalist and brought environment, environmentalism to me as a concern, something that woke, you know, woke this, this idiot kid Long Islander up to a larger world of like what, you know, what interdependency and what... Uh, you know, what what it looked like, what pollution looked like, what animal conservation looked like, how these things were super important. And, you know, you, I needed somebody like that as a guide to say, here's what's important. Let me show you how important this is and how, you know, how much this will matter to you. And it woke me up, essentially. I was woke, if you might say, Noah, uh, for lack of a better God, term. How dare you? So, you know, um, our generation, certainly, and the ones that came up underneath us um, have done nothing but agitate. And I, I say this with the greatest amount of ad admiration. They've agitated for change in regards to 
environmental policy, and I believe it's safe to say we've kind of been summarily ignored. You know, there's greenwashing, as you like to say. Yeah. Idea, you know, it's it's you're talking about gigantic. You know, we we haven't changed. Um, Fossil, you know, we're still in car culture with electric cars, which is an improvement, but it's still its own issue. Um, yeah. You know, you're still talking about drilling Anwar and all these things. And, you know, companies, we're, we're being asked to use paper straws. Meanwhile, the companies are just using tons and tons of plastic and dumping it into the ocean and all yeah. this ridiculous nonsense, you know. And, like, so what recourse is left but violence by the whales on the offending species? <laughs> But the pod returned, not once, but three times. The visits spanning over several hours, well after sunrise. I got really scared. Is the rise of the orcas, attack of the orcas, revenge of the orcas, vengeance of the orcas uh, on pleasure boats and sailboats and yachts and racers and stuff like that. Is any of this a sign of the apocalypse? You know, the aspect that sounds new to me in all of this um... Because I'm going to assume that boats had been attacked every, every now and then over the course of human history. A rudder had been nosed or headbutted by a, 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 an orca. It just wasn't, you know, easy to report these things. It was thought as a one-off or it was underreported. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that this has happened before. Obviously, this is not the first time that whales have just decided to start uh, getting rough with, um, you know, f uh, uh, fiberglass hull boats zipping through the Strait of Gibraltar. But, you know, that... The new thing in this is that perhaps the original orca was was grievously injured by a boat strike um, in the recent times. And the, you know, the orca had you know. sub. The, they actually know the specific orca that was injured. No, they don't. But they're they're okay, basically there was a name. There was something something Gladys. Oh yeah, oh white Gladys. I forget. May white I have Gladys. Yeah, I have heard this before. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. possible. I mean, I I didn't go that far oh. into the research, but you know, the thing is that you know that boat strike was perhaps observed by its pod. And, you know, the reaction have been summarily transmitted, you know, to other orcas. Right, like the, the salmon way. hats. Like the, the salmon the hats. The, the orca versions of us are doing a podcast about hitting boats. Somewhere. As well. Yeah, but they're just they're clicking and, and clicking into the void. The hottest, so, the hottest trend of summer 23. So the thing is, if, you know, let's say that this is easily transmissible behavior and it, you know, there's maybe it'll stop as a fad. Perhaps it's some version of play. Maybe it's real violence, but it's like. This is a species that learns quickly. I mean, what's the end game here? I mean, maybe nothing, but you're talking about we have we have I should say what is absolutely undeniable is that we've altered the behavior of in particular these animals, but a lot of them. And when you alter the behavior, you get different behavior. That's you know you poke you poke the bear with a short stick, and this is what you and get. And you are messing with the ecosystem. And you ways. got it. You got it, punk. Uh, this might literally be the apocalypse. And I'm going to do something I've never done on the show. I'm going to quote the good book, the Holy oh, Bible. Oh Ready? boy, yes. Revelation, book six, chapter seven and eight. They're talking about the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? This is These are the verses about the fourth horseman, right before the coming of Jesus. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, come and see. So I looked and behold, a pale horse. And the name of him who sat on it was death, and Hades followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. So according to scripture, wait, how do you, how do you kill people with death? I don't understand that. 
But according to scripture, one of these signs, the literal signs of the apocalypse, is that the beasts of the earth will rise up and kill us all. And I was trying to find the quote. Is it Macbeth or some Shakespeare play or something? Oh, it's Julius Caesar. It's now coming to me where there's something about, you know, death will come when the, the, the soothsayer says death will come when beasts are walking the earth and killing people. So I think this is an old, old idea. And if you're going to believe in scripture or any truth to Judeo-Christian laws or stories, which, I mean, I am a Jew and I am proud to be a Jew, but I don't take that stuff literally, but I don't know. I've been wrong about a lot of things. That animals attacking people and killing people is a big, big flashing red light of shit really going down. And combined with the other red lights we've had, you know, let me put it this way. We shouldn't, it, it shouldn't be a galloping shock. No pun intended. So, yeah, this might literally be the sign of the apocalypse. It was like 20 minutes ago, we got hit by some orcas. And three orcas came at us, straight at us, and they started hitting the rudder. Impressive to see the orcas, first of all. Beautiful animal, but also dangerous moment for us in the team. All right, Noel, let's bring this goddamn thing home. Tell me about jealousy and uh, how it might apply to the uh, plight of the orca. Uh, no, I'm not jealous. I, you look, I like boats. You know, I like spending time on boats, speaking of getting old, when I went snorkeling last year and I got seasick. That was a bummer because I like being on boats. Uh, I like boats, but come on. I don't want to be, you know, uh, sailing the world through the Straits of Gibraltar, racing. I'm not interested in any of this. Uh, and, you know, again, the oldness, I don't, I don't want that rush or that chase of social media cleverness. I don't want to be part of this, oh, why isn't anyone laughing at my orca meme i don't care so no jealousy here. you think the whales are chasing clout to bring that up again i don't think the whales are i think that the people making dumb jokes about it aren't oh, we don't know they're very smart creatures they could be out for clout for all we know you know they don't have opposable thumbs so they can't use smartphones no that's true they do have feet they're tucked into uh, their small vestigial feet or, or down by the no, tail they do. They have of course they have feet yeah that's the whole point of it that that's the, everything is vestigial on the orca whales they all have feet it's just they don't really you know it's not the form of feet that we that we would know um you know but as far as jealousy goes like most people i love cetaceans and whales or whales altogether as noah would call it so i watched this footage actually with a great degree of jealousy you know, so long as wow. you remove the element of being on a sinking a sinking craft somewhere in the deep part of the ocean, uh, which I'm not jealous of that, um, I would love that type of contact. You know, some of, again, watching some of this footage, especially I was watching the Dutch footage of the sailors, the guy had, um, they had selfie sticks out the ass and they had a million GoPro cameras on this because it was a competitive yacht. They were just documenting everything. So these guys were taking, you know, they were hanging off the back of the boat and they were plunging the sticks into the water. And so you got accurate, you know, good high def footage of the whales underneath actually nosing the rudders of the ship. They were uniquely prepared to get the stuff because it was broad daylight. Um, you know, it was clear, you know, crystal clear water off of Gibraltar. And it was like really wonderfully photographed whale attack. You know, th th again, their boat was fine. Generally, they, they, they waited until the whales got bored. They pounded on the side of the boat until the whales went away. And then they restarted their voyage, got back on the regatta or yacht race or whatever the fuck you call it. But um, that's exactly the kind of close encounter. Uh, you know, I have been on boats with uh, I've been scuba diving and dolphins have come by. And it changed yeah. my fucking life. Like to all of a oh, sudden, yeah. to look right and see a dolphin's, 
I see a dolphin's eye looking at me, like scrutinizing me in, in like in like, you know, 45, 55 feet of water. Like it just came up out of nowhere. And all of a sudden there's this man sized, you know, gunmetal gray torpedo with an eye looking at me. And it's like, oh, my God, my heart jumped out of my throat or I don't know, whatever the expression is. That kind yeah, of thing that, that works. Yeah, that kind of thing is amazing. And so, you know, I'm, I'm being very careful. I'm sort of like picking and choosing and I'm, I'm you know, chopping and, and separating these things to get the best part of it. But yeah, there's an element of jealousy because it's more fucking contact with these beautiful creatures. You know, I went when I visited you in San Francisco the one time, the thing I made sure to do was to go to the, what are the Channel Islands. Um, is that what it's called? No, I forget what the islands out there. When you, I have you no idea. Yeah, you, you, I, I, I go to karaoke bars in San Francisco. I don't spend time. You on go way. out of the harbor and you chug for about three hours and you wind up um, in this small archipelago of islands. And that's where the that's essentially the whales come. The humpbacks come through there. And that was life changing. I mean, hearing the sound of whales spit air out of, you know, out of the blowholes, that specifics, the sound of the slap of the fluke on the water. It's like it makes you weep hearing it in real life for the first time. Okay. And tell me, Noah, what about the uh, fallopian scale? What about the, scale. All right. Or, or, so or maybe I, it's the scalopian scale because we're dealing with sea life. This yeah, week. scalopian scale. The, 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 um, the quahog scale. Is that how it's pronounced? Quahog? Yeah, something like that. Quahog? Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, I like to look at recent news stories we've done because it's like a news story, right? We've done news stories. So here's how I came up. Remember, here's the mathematical equation. It's perfect. Of where the orca attacks fall on the XYZ axis of past, I don't get into the pop culture, get off my long cast topics. Take the WGA strike. You divide it by Chinese balloons. Actually, I've done this wrong. You got to remember order of operations. All right. So let's do <laughs> okay. order of operations. Right. So we got to start with multiplication. Gwyneth's ski trial times Netflix, pa Netflix password crackdown. Then WGA strike divided by Chinese balloons. You take that number, WGA strike divided by Chinese balloons, subtract Gwyneth ski trial times Netflix crackdown, add 2.7. 2.7. And that's where you find the orchid. Is that Planck's constant? I can't remember what that value yeah, would be. Avogadro's number. Avogadro's number, yeah. Well, you know, um, I'm going to get my AI farm that American Caesar Enterprise have. We're going we're gonna to compute that out to a couple of decimal points just to make sure that the math adds up on that one. Please, okay. Well, I think this is a little hard to categorize, but um, it's so weird because I happened to see a trailer yesterday, Noah, um, for a stupid movie coming up. Talk about, you know, topicality. Uh, there's a apparently a, a cinematic with legitimate actors and legitimate directors. They're making a movie about GameStop stonks, right? And oh, yes, I, I did see that. Yeah. And it made me think it's like, OK, hang on a second. I may be onto something here ranking the, you know, the whole culture of Orca memes and Orca strikes and things like that aside the GameStop stonks. Because thematically, that was kind of a grassroots revenge and very sketchy term, very sketchy way on powerful interests. It was intended. It was intended to punish ghoulish hedge fund firms for shorting the video game retailer GameStop. If you remember, I, I, watch the movie or don't. I don't care. I don't get anything out of it. But I'm just saying, it came to mind again. There, those themes are in a little bit of repeat here. If you squint and look at it sideways, and take your glasses off too. You don't want. You don't want to. You know, maybe fog them up a little bit so you get a better view of what I'm looking at. All right, get us out of here, man. Let's, hey, everybody. Let's of this crap. Find past episodes on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us at Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com and give us a review on the alligators, which is just Spanish for the lizard, as we learned. 
for the places to review us. Yeah, yeah the places to review us. I am on Twitter at William Scurry. Uh, I am on. Uh, that's same thing holds true, I believe, for Instagram and um, uh, Etsy. I'm on t- uh, YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/AMCaesar. You'll find. Um, all the video content you could possibly imagine. Most recently, uh, um, also you will find a live stream I did with our uh, mutual friend, our friend of the podcast, James Hancock, on his Geeking Out channel. We talked about the um, the death of the uh, the DC Comics Warner Brothers movie universe um, with the release of The Flash last weekend at Bombing. Uh, we decided to do a little post-mortem, do maybe a little bit of an Irish wake even, talk about what worked, what didn't, and we had fun for about 60 minutes. That's out there on um, um, YouTube if you're looking for it. And now here, Noah will tell you some of the interesting things he's been up to. Uh, the Big Quiz Thing, BigQuizThing.com, America's number one source for corporate and private live trivia events for more than 20 years. And uh, what do we got coming up? Uh, just a busy summer of uh, corporate private events. Uh, yeah, we just, we just did a fun event for McDonald's. That was really fun. And uh, got some things happening, a fun series of events for Suffolk University for their incoming freshmen. That was really cool. We got a lot of more college events, usually in the fall, some more of those in the fall. But there's always room for your event, bigquizting.com. Check it out, learn more. Uh, and I personally am at the Noah Tarno on Instagram. I'm not seeing a lot of vacation photos this week, Bill. It's not really a vacation. No. It's rainy and I'm working. Yeah. All sorts of nonsense. Got to watch, watch out for the orcas too, man. You got to stay sharp. Gotta watch out for the or I saw a couple seals on the beach the other day. That was uh-huh. exciting. He's a great singer. Um, man. I, I thought they were sharks. I, lo- I love that song from from Batman Forever. He's good. Oh yeah, kiss. They were singing "Kiss from a Rose." Yeah, the yeah. seals. Yeah. And um, and there I saw one, two, three, four, five, six. And when I finally got to the seventh seal, yes, uh, I rode in on a horse, and then there was like a traveling circus group husband and wife and then uh, some people with crosses on their back and then death played chess with them. and when you see when you see a seal what you should do is go grab a you know a, a quick quiz uh, maybe math or history and you should give them a seal test and see if they like ice cream see if they like ice cream yeah. from New Jersey in this in the yeah, 80s. In the 80s yeah Shamu. yeah okay all right, so, uh, yeah. Okay, everybody, so until such a time as me and Noah both develop a thick hide of blubber uh, that enables us to dive for about an hour or so down to thousands of pounds of uh, pressure that would crush the average man and hunt a, uh, herring and other various species of fish underwater, we, we don't, don't get, get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2023.